Thank you for that song, Sherwin. <laughs> Appreciate it. Good morning, greetings from Scotland. You know, that song, verse 3 is a bit strange. Um, our God, he holds the germ within his hand. A germ is a seed, like germinate. It's not germ like a virus or something dangerous. Okay, it's a, it's a good thing. Uh, as Sherwin mentioned, we're going to have a brief graduation ceremony for, from our most recent graduates, and um, half of them are on the other side of the world, and half of them are on the stage right now. Uh, keep going, Michelle. Oh, um, there was one before. There you go, you skipped one. We just had this last week. One of the projects, um, we're in the UK, we're living in Scotland for probably five years. The most important project I'm doing is getting this biblical training program running, and we're about halfway through the three-year cycle right now. So that's where I was last week with my co-teachers, Malcolm Cox and Andy Boksha. Next. Uh, back one, please. Thank you. Um, you're going to hear from my colleague Joey Harris in just a moment. The AIM program runs, there's, there are actually a lot of programs, but our main programs are AIM Pacific, which is run out of Hawaii, and AIM UK, and then AIM, I don't know what to call it, mainland US, but Joey and I are the ones who do most of the teaching, and you guys put up with us. Next, please. And Joey's going to give a brief explanation now. Go ahead, brother. Hi, uh, my name is Roma, and uh, no, no, I'm sorry. This is wife, Joey. Santa. Yeah, this Joey? Is Joey. Joey Harris. <laughs> Hi. Uh, uh, hello. Okay. Uh, sorry. Hi. Um, <clears throat> the goal of the Athens Institute is to ensure that as many as possible have the tools and knowledge that they need to mature as Christians, in order to work with the Holy Spirit in growing their faith, strengthening their convictions and learning to handle the Word of God with full integrity. As uh, Douglas mentioned, we have uh, programs in the American Pacific, in the UK, also in Europe. Next, please. Uh, and, uh, and we cover topics such as um, basically the, mostly the Bible, but um, our topics include uh, things like a survey of the New Testament and the Old Testament. We also teach students how to interpret, how to properly interpret the Bible. We cover uh, all of church history, and we talk about both the things that we can learn from church history, both positive and negative. We uh, talk about how to uh, share your faith, a lot about evangelism, about how to teach the Bible to other people, about how to speak the Word of God uh, to, to anyone who asks. Uh, we talk about people's spiritual lives, uh, and, and including prayer, meditation, and uh, how, how we deal with sinfulness in our lives. We also talk about counseling, and we help people with their families as well, marriage and family and parenting. Uh, and and, and uh, we have classes on being single as well. So it's a wide spectrum of things that we cover. It's not just for people interested in going into the ministry. AIM is for everyone. And I just wanted to say congratulations to our graduates. I'm very, very proud of you all. Thank you, Joey. Um, our most recent graduates, up on the stage, Ivelisa Cardona-Anderson, she's not a graduate, but she's our AIM assistant. We could not do this without her. She's terrific. So let's show you who's graduating first. We'll hear from Roma Radina Naveluna. Um, I met Roma and next. Hanta on a visit to Madagascar a few years ago, and they signed up, and they're graduating. And then from even farther away, Jordan Benny, 
for him, it's way after midnight now. You'll be hearing from him and seeing him too in just a moment from Melbourne, Australia. And then on the stage, we have one of the North River elders, Ray Rowan. We have Debbie Stamper. And we have Bree Schoff. And so a real treat now, we'll switch over to the Zoom feed. And uh, each of, uh, we're going to start with Roma. They're just going to share for a few seconds each of what AIM has meant to them. Yeah, hi. My name is Roma, and uh, she is my wife, Fanta. We are from Madagascar in Eastern Africa. We are really thankful to be able to complete this first training. We've got deeper understanding of God, his word, and Christianity life. We are also more equipped in our ministry task. We've increased our confidence to teach the gospel and to help church to grow in the name of Jesus Christ. For me, IAM has helped me to practice loving God with all my, my mind. It has also equipped us, and I believe, will equip the church in Madagascar to seek and to save the others by understanding their worldviews. We are so grateful for the M team, teachers and administrators. Thank you very much for your great job, and to God be the glory. Thank you. Jordan, in Australia. Hello, I'm Jordan from Melbourne, Australia, and I began this course with the goal of equipping myself to handle the word more effectively, and it definitely exceeded my expectations, uh, not only in giving me a toolbox for understanding and applying the word, but also in just connecting with people from a variety of backgrounds and also knowing God better and being more uh, motivated to serve him. So a massive thanks to yeah, Douglas and Joey and Ave. Thank you. One of the courses that I seem to enjoy the most was uh, church history, in particular early church history. I love that, that part of it. I think the most difficult course for me was apologetic, which is your strength. But uh, I think uh, the thing that stood out more to me is that uh, AIM and the training that I got from AIM had a, definitely had a great impact on my life as far as helping me with my spiritual growth and helping me with the ministry that I served in as well. I want to say thank you guys and thank you AIM. I'm Debbie Stamper, and I think what I appreciate the most about AIM is just learning that the Bible is one story and that God is the main character and that he is so brilliant. He has multiple genres to reveal himself that he has a story of redemption to draw us close to him and for us to know him, and that I am very, very grateful for all the things that I've learned and I've cherished this class. Um, I'm Bree, and I've been really grateful to participate in AIM. I think the two words that have come to my mind thinking about the last few years being a student of AIM have been humbling and fun. Because <laughs> humbling, because I feel like the more you know, the more you realize you don't know. And uh, I just really enjoyed digging deeper and learning more and realizing this is just going to be a lifetime of learning, and I'm really grateful for that. Um, and then fun, because I really enjoyed it, it's especially the community of it and being able to learn alongside other students and discussion posts and just engage in discussion discussion with each other. Um, I've just really, really enjoyed it, so I'm really grateful. Now, for the, the last three diplomas, 
you guys will see them. They'll be coming in the post. We'll send them to you. The first one I have here, um, Athens Institute of Ministry on the basis of exceptional achievement in scriptural and related fields, because you did great, brother. Radiona Villano, Roma, congratulations. This will come to you. Fantastic. We don't need broken glass up here. It's a liability with someone like me here. Hanta, you get your own diploma too. You're not under your husband. You did this on your own, right? Okay. Well done. Being a mother, a church leader, it's busy. We, we understand that. And then last but not least, although it is least, because uh, it feels lighter than the other two for some reason. But Jordan, this is your diploma. We hope you'll hang it, display it proudly. God bless you, and thank you all for your work, for your labor. Thank you, Joey, for your help, your support in the teaching ministry the last 30 years. And Eva, anything you want to say? No, congratulations to everyone. Excellent job. Thanks so much. Okay. Some of you are, you are afraid they were going to go five minutes each or something. But no, we keep it crisp. Um, I need to be able to control my slides. Not yet. Okay. Do I have it now? Fantastic. This is a series. North River is doing a series on the Sermon on the Mount. I'm going to come back to this in just a moment. Probably the most important thing that I do, that I think I feel is most important, is the biblical training. It's training not just for leaders in churches, but for anyone who has influence, for anyone who wants to go deeper. And so we did the Athens Institute first. Uh, that's really fun. Okay. It's okay. I can use my finger. Oh, no, that's good. Greetings from Scotland. How many of you would like to visit Edinburgh? And some of you have been there before. Alas, it's actually colder here than it is in Scotland. We lost our snow last week. It's the top part of Britain. You can see I'm going to go quite fast. Sometimes I do that. This part doesn't matter so much. When I get to the scripture, I'll be more slow. Greetings from uh, Vicky. Her love to you and our dog Darcy. The Bernese Mountain Dog is still doing great. Those are not our pets, but you see such animals frequently when you're there. You know what they call that? They call it a hairy coo. Cow. It's a hairy coo. See? <laughs> Everything. There's a lot that's gone on since last time I spoke before you. I just, I'll share about just the last few months. We were in Nepal, actually with the Hope Volunteer Corps. Yes, those are the Himalayan mountains there where Mount Everest is. It was fantastic to do the devotionals every day, to teach with my wife. Our daughter Lily came. She did a fantastic job. It's a Buddhist, uh, Hindu kind of country. That's the Buddhist monk. I got with him the second time. Uh, I think we talked about that before. But we got together in June. We got together now. And he should be making progress. He goes through the Gospels, which are brand new to him. Uh, but Nepal was wonderful. And in our, through our teaching ministry, we're able to provide full school uniforms and winter coats for all the children in the school, 100 children, believe it or not, for $5 a child. And most of these kids, they sleep in their winter coat because there's no heat in their houses and it gets really cold at night and the windows have no glass. It's just a hole. Here we are on New Year's Eve. There's Lily and Vicky and I. Um, I've been in Moldova. I've cut my international travel just down to once a month. 
So that's a change this year. Uh, Moldova, which is right next to Ukraine and which could well be invaded by Putin. We'll see. Putin is making those noises. It was peaceful when I was there, but it was, you can see it right there. But it was so good to be there. Uh, a beautiful country. It was a return visit for me. And um, my friends there remembered that I liked real licorice. And so they gave me some licorice, not that corn syrupy red stuff you get in America. <laughs> I've been producing a lot of material. Actually, I spent the last year and a half mainly in Matthew. My Sunday evening classes have been in John. My Sunday evening, our, our small group meets Sunday evening at 7 o'clock. I pre-recorded it today because I'm going to be on the road. Uh, but in uh, Moldova, they wanted me to teach about John because they were starting a series on John. So that was very helpful. And I did a, a Sunday sermon called Come and See. It was translated into Russian but Romanian also. Uh, just in case. My podcast continues to go out, and my wife has a podcast, which many of you know if you get our newsletter every Wednesday. So that's really cool. Um, I'm still doing the tours uh, in Israel and Turkey. They're the main places, although we did have Paul's prison journey in the autumn, which is Malta, Sicily, and Italy. We basically, it was an Acts 28 kind of tour. Uh, uh, terrific place. I know I'm going quickly, but there's, there's no text here. This is just a visual Malta is a beautiful place. The Prime Minister, there you go. Yes, Vatican. We are in Sicily. There I am with my brother and his wife. My brother Steve is here in the audience somewhere, but I couldn't find him, but I know he's there because we're driving to Charlotte after church. We're in Sicily. <laughs> we're in uh, Italy and some places I've never seen before. One cool thing about the tour is we get a lot of people from other groups joining us, sometimes, sometimes atheists, uh, for example, in the tour we just did a few weeks ago, we had 12 people totally outside of our fellowship. Very encouraging uh, from the Christian churches, Methodist, Catholic. Here's um, uh, Pompeii, 79 AD, you know that. Mount Vesuvius, and a warning that many people ignore, do not sit on the fence. That's just a dangerous thing to do. Uh, but being in Italy was wonderful. Join a tour sometime, and we'd love to have you. Uh, the tour we just had last uh, month we had people from those countries. I'm doing tours next year in Israel. We already have 17 nations coming. These are not for Americans, they're for everybody. Uh, here's pictures from Israel, from uh, Samaria, Galilee, Samaria, Judea. We had people from Sweden. We had these uh, brave souls. This is February, swimming in the Sea of Galilee. A lot of people went on camels. Nazareth, the Temple Mount, the Southern Steps, great food. My, my partner on this tour was James Becknell on the far right from Chicago. So he, because uh, we had two buses, we had too many people for one, and he did a great job. This is Jerusalem. It's, it's a fascinating place. So much to share. And sometimes I just do that instead of a sermon. I just go slowly through the pictures, because every picture, you know, it opens up a world of, you know, it's pretty amazing stuff. The southern part of the Dead Sea, you may see some North River members in this picture. Beersheba. Here's our group. Here are Africans. They were our honored guests. They were all invited to the tour. We didn't charge them a penny. And these are the next four. And if you're interested in, in coming for free, it'll be in the North River newsletter, I believe. You can learn about that. Uh, the iFaith series continues to go, working with the underground churches in Asia. Some of them are overground, but iFaith is basically a hundred and the main series, 120 short video sermons, 15 minutes or less, from every book of the Bible. That project we finished in the summer. Now what, what they wanted me to do was a Sermon on the Mount series. So today they are in Sermon on the Mount F. So I think they're like 13 verses behind you. 
It's amazing. I'm going to Fayetteville on Friday, and the church in Fayetteville, not Georgia, North Carolina, they're doing a series on the Sermon on the Mount. So it works really well. I'm still teaching. I uh, still do books. Got my new book on prayer that just came out. Um, just, just came out. It's here today, in fact, if you're interested. So the ministry is quite diverse. I'm very uh, eager anytime I can preach. This is the passage on oaths, on taking oaths. And if, that's a, if it's hard to imagine how that would be suitable for a Sunday sermon, think about integrity. The Sermon on the Mount is amazing. It's a compendium of Jesus' teaching. It's about character, the Beatitudes. It's about, it's about fiction in six areas. Now, you've already had the messages on anger, on lust, on divorce. A divorce, by the way, is very closely connected to oaths because someone has broken a marriage vow. Um, then today is oaths, and then you have non-retaliation, and then the sixth area where Jesus is very practical is loving our enemies. Very countercultural. I think this would be, he would be very, um, very tremendous resistance if he tried to teach that in most of our countries today, Matthew 5. Then Matthew 6 talks about authenticity, how you do your religion, not just doing it for show. Uh, it's about faith, not in money and the material world, but trusting God. And then you, Matthew 7 is about grace, it's also about uh, the narrow road and conviction, resisting those who want to dilute the gospel. And the key is to build on the Word of God. Today, you have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not swear falsely, but shall perform to the Lord what you have sworn. But I say to you, this is Jesus, correcting a misunderstanding. Do not take an oath at all, either by heaven, for it is the throne of God, or by the earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not take an oath by your head, for you cannot make one hair white or black. Not unless you cheat, but die, right. Let what you say be simply yes or no. Anything more than this comes from evil. Now this idea that you're going to swear on something, swearing on your mother's grave. I mean, this, this is the kind of stuff that's always gone on in human history, I think, because we have a problem with integrity, being people of our word. Juvenal was an ancient Roman. Uh, he was a satirist. He did a lot of satire. He would have been on SNL if they had one back then. Uh, but he, he's talking about someone who's uh, not being honest. See the assurance of his deceitful face. He swears by the rays of the sun, the Tarpeian thunderbolts. I swear by the spear of Mars. <laughs> what does that change? We may not be swearing by Jerusalem, as Jesus mentioned in Matthew 5, or even swear by my own head. But modern people, we do swear on the mother's grave. Many Muslims swear by the beard of Muhammad. When my brother and I were little, uh, we would swear to God. If we weren't sure, the other one was telling the truth, you had to say, swear to God and hope to die. Even more serious, swear to God and hope to spit. And I, I don't know why, but Steve, maybe you can clarify that for me. <laughs> Jesus 
uh, revisits the subject in Matthew 23. We won't read it, but this is where he gives the challenges to the Pharisees, to the religious leaders who sometimes have a problem with integrity. And you see the words I put in yellow. Swear, swears, oath, swear, swears, oath, swear, 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 swears. Okay, so he definitely comes back to that topic. So we may not swear by Jerusalem or the beard of Muhammad or by our heart, but the truth is we shouldn't need to swear by anything anyway if we're really men and women of integrity. I think that is the main takeaway from this. Not that I'm quite done. I, we need to clarify a possible misunderstanding. When people read the third commandment, don't take the Lord's name in vain, they tend, most people think that's talking about profanity. Most scholars would say, not at all. I don't think it has anything to do with profanity. Um, it has to do with not lying, not perjuring yourself, and also not using God's name in some formula like you add it to your prayer so that you get what you want by magic. Well, uh, swearing is not about, of course, profanity. It's about keeping our promises. So Exodus 27, something to think about there. In reality, it's about using God's name in promises that we don't intend to keep. And first century Jewish writers, especially Josephus and Philo, confirm that this is correct. That's the correct understanding of the third commandment. So this swearing, has to, it has to do with our intent to follow through with what we say. Now, there's a parallel passage in the letter of James. James is the brother of Jesus. Jesus had four younger brothers. James is number two of the five brothers. And he says in James 5.12, in fact, many things in James come from the Sermon on the Mount. But he said, do not swear by heaven, earth, or anything else. All you need to say is a simple yes or no. Otherwise, you'll be condemned. I tell you, do not swear an oath at all, 534. In 14.6, Herod, Herod Antipas, who was going to decapitate John the Baptist, swore, he took an oath, which he never should have made. The high priest, Caiaphas, the one who orchestrated Jesus' arrest and execution, in that informal, what would you call it, an inquisition the night before, uh, Jesus died, he tells the Lord, I charge you under oath by the living God, tell us if you are the Messiah. Now, Jesus doesn't need to take some kind of oath because everything he says is true. In fact, he is the truth. But here again, you know, the high priest, if we really want the truth out of someone, we need to, you know, have some special procedure, the oath. And then, of course, there's one more in Matthew. These are all from Matthew 26, where Peter takes an oath. An oath that he doesn't know the man. Okay, so the oaths don't go so well uh, in the Gospel of Matthew. So the question I asked myself as I reviewed this material again and put together this message is, am I a person of integrity? Is my yes, yes? Is my no, no? Do I have integrity? I've got seven questions for self. That's for myself. It's for yourself. It's for everybody's self. One, well, do I swear? Do I take oaths? It's a fair question since Jesus said don't. I, I, okay, we could unpack this. If we had 10 extra minutes right now, we could talk about whether it's okay to sign a mortgage because if you sign, isn't that like a kind of oath? There are penalties attached? Yes. Okay, so what's he really saying here? I think it's about the heart. Two, is 
my word, my bond. That's a phrase we don't use so much. But when you say uh, his word is his bond, that means if he says it, um, he will not be released from that commitment. He or she will follow through. You can trust her. Is my word my bond? Three, would I be ashamed to renege on a commitment? If I've made a commitment and I didn't do what I said I'd do, would I feel ashamed? Do people trust me? It's a really basic question, but I think it all ties into integrity. Uh, do I respect deadlines and time tags? Am I punctual? Do I skimp on work hours, arriving late, etc.? Because these are commitments we've made. Do I complete assignments? It's easier to start, but do I finish? And that has direct application for students, of course. If I am a student, do I aim to please the Lord, Colossians 3? Am I determined to be exemplary? Students are working for the Lord Christ, Christian students. And those are seven questions for thought. We're not done, by no means. You've got a lot of material still to cover in the Sermon on the Mount. Next week, you'll get into the message on non-retaliation and have fun with that. God bless you as you continue in this series in Atlanta as it is in heaven. Thank you for the opportunity to speak on Matthew 5 and Christian integrity.